Welcome to Tackless Radio. Welcome back to Tackless Radio. Wasn't that a good one? I know. I took it back. I took it back. I love that song. Probably because it reminds me of my dad. (laughs) You know, because my dad is oldest. Dirt. But wise, nonetheless. And a musical genius. For those who know him, he definitely is a band head through and through. Plays just about every fucking instrument. My mom actually said that she did not know that he was as talented as he was in music and specifically in music. That's where his gift shines, if you ask me. She said that she did not know that he even knew how to play instruments until the evening of their wedding. And after they got married and everything and, and they're at the reception, he goes over to the piano, he sits down, he starts playing. She didn't even know he knew how to play the piano. She's like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) And that man has played just about every instrument. Every I played an instrument. He's the reason why I know how to play the clarinet. Playing an instrument was not my gift. (laughs) Yelling at you all is. What did Kerry Washington say to Chris Rock in that one movie? Oh, I bet y'all thought I only had nigga ears. No, I know classics as well. (laughs) I know the Commodores, you assholes. So that is your song of the week. Zoom by the Commodores with Lionel Richie singing his ass off because I am actually tired of Zoom. I am Zoom fatigued. Screen time at an all time high and my eyes fucking hurt. I am so sick of Zoom. I am tired. So 
That's why that too <laughs> makes this the song of the week. And we're just going to go ahead and get the episode started. So with that, here is Shit I Saw. So I actually got a shit I saw from Instagram. And Nisi Nash posted this photo with the following. Women think you want their man. Girl, you pay all the bills. I want you. And I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> One, because, of course, Nisi found her studs been and now she is just overjoyed, which I'm happy for her. But she makes a really good point that I was like, that is true. A lot of women think that you want they man. It's like, no, girl, he's not the prize. You are. <laughs> Don't nobody want his lazy ass. <laughs> He don't work, sis. Why would I want him? Why? So I could be stressed out like you? Girl, you do not need to go that hard for him. No one's looking. At, if Girl, if anything, we're looking at you. Looking at you to be like, okay, sis, if you need help, just, you know, give me a little hand movement or something. Let me know if I need to come over there and bail you out because you look like a prisoner. <laughs> you look miserable, sis. And I know it probably helps you sleep at night <sighs> thinking that you out here in these streets fighting for love. But girl, you fighting by yourself. Even your nigga not fighting for the love. <laughs> I need I need I just need a couple of you all to be a little bit more secure in the relationship. Um, Because sis, he knows that you're not going nowhere unfortunately and he uses that you know you the only one fighting as hard as you are <laughs> I just need you to be a little bit more secure one that your man wants you and would use discernment and discipline to not do shit he ain't got no business doing but I also want you to understand that don't nobody want him either girl I don't know. Do women think if I am a crazy psycho bitch that will scare women off from talking to my man? That's not how that works. That isn't how that works. You know, that shit really just falls on the individual of wanting to do right. <laughs> I don't think we as a, a collective when it comes to us women, I don't think we as a collective ever came together and was like, oh, girl, you see that nigga over there? He cute. Yeah, he's super cute. Oh, yeah, girl. Oh, you see his crazy psycho bitch over there staring at us? Mm, that must be his girlfriend. Well, not going to talk to him if he approaches me tonight. No, he know you a crazy psycho bitch. That other girl know that you a crazy psycho bitch. And they laugh at you together. What you have to do, sis, not need to. Like, you have to do this, sis. When you see shit like that go down, leave. There's so much power in leaving. Y'all have no idea the power of the block button. Because here's the thing. You may look like a simp or look like a punk or look like a pushover or somebody walked over you when you leave in the beginning because you didn't go all crazy or try and get even. You just distanced yourself, removed yourself. 
It always looks like they won. It always looks like they won in the beginning. But later down the road, you're going to be the one that wins. So just a little motivation. I don't that just God put that on my spirit to tell someone. I don't know. Whoever needs to hear that, receive it. (laughs) But yeah, that's hilarious, Niecy Nash. I love the fact that you're like, you know what? Sis, nobody's looking at your man. You are literally the strong, emotional, intelligent, pay bills and put it down person that I've been looking for. Are you free on Friday night? (laughs) Welcome back. And now it is time for your random reality. And I'm actually just going to take a second to highlight a particular product that I absolutely love using. So I sometimes refer to myself as a kitchen witch, which just means that a lot of things that you would find in a kitchen, you typically would find in my bathroom. If you go into my bathroom, you'll see apple cider vinegar, you'll see extra virgin olive oil, you'll see salt and sugar and honey, you will see aloe vera, you'll just see a whole lot of things that you traditionally will see in the kitchen in my bathroom. And a kitchen which in my mind is someone who traditionally will use natural products for ailments or illnesses versus pharmaceutical medicines or products. So I rather make my lotions instead of buy them. I make a lot of my hair oils and skin oils. I typically do not buy them. I make my own scrubs. I don't buy a lot of scrubs. I make a lot of the things that I put on my face. I don't buy a lot of those products unless they're dermatologist uh, prescribed. And since I was a little girl and my dad calls me a bubble girl, but since I was young, I just had a lot of problems. I had eczema and dermatitis and psoriasis and asthma and allergies and tumors and surgery. There was just always something wrong with me. And back in the day, before there was Google, there was Ask Jeeves. And I would religiously get a strep throat like every year. And it was so painful that I would tell my mom, like, mom, throat hurts. I want to go to the doctor. And between her running around and watching four kids and also working, she was just not taking me to the doctor unless I was dying. You know how we do black people, you know, put some Vicks on it, get a cough drop, say a prayer and take a nap was pretty much what we had to feel better. But I would be miserable So I said, okay, well, if I'm not going to go to the doctor, if the doctor isn't going to help me and I just have to be miserable, I'm at least do something about it. So I remember going to the desktop, the big old computer in the corner back in the day and going to ask Jeeves to figure out what I could do at home to help my throat feel better. And a lot of the things that came up were naturopathy or homeopathy options and remedies to get rid of strep throat or sore throat at home. And I remember going to the kitchen and getting a glass, two lemons, honey, and vinegar. 
And I remember cutting the lemons in half and baking them. And I was mixing honey and vinegar and like cayenne pepper in this glass. My mom comes in and she's just looking at me like, so you just wasting my fruit. So you just wasting my food, just putting it in the oven for what? Like, why are these lemons in the oven? And I'm like, because I'm about to make whatever potion I can make so I could feel better because strep throat and being 11 fucking sucks, especially when you just have to continuously go to school and, you know, get straight A's. Like I couldn't focus on the things that really mattered because my fucking throat hurts. So leave me alone, woman. I'm gonna try and figure out anything so that I could feel better because I'm miserable right now. And I just remember taking the lemon, squeezing it into the vinegar, cayenne pepper, honey mixture, stirring it up and drinking it and consistently gargling with salt water, putting a like a warm compress on my throat, just all the things that online said to do at home to make me feel better, I did, all the way down to drinking that nasty shit. And when I tell you that I actually started to feel better the next day, I was a believer from there on out. <laughs> I was basically like, well, you know what? It might be something to this, you know? And I just consistently kept hydrated, gargling every hour, drinking that nasty shit, keeping a warm compress on me. And I started to feel a lot better. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to continue doing this because I'm going to get strep throat next year. And I might as well just have a couple things ready to go so that I'm not as miserable. And Lo and behold, I turned into a kitchen witch since then. So one of the things that I want to share with you all that I love using is hemp seed oil. I know, I know. I know a lot of y'all like hemp seed oil. Ooh, that sounds good, girl. I know what you're thinking. Is it CBD? Technically, yes. <laughs> because what is in cannabis and what is in THC products and what is in hemp seed oil products all come from the same plant. You're just using different parts of the plant. So CBD will use the stalk and the leaves of the cannabinoid plant, where hemp seed oil is exactly what it sounds like. It is the seeds that you use from the plant to create the hemp seed oil. So therefore, the CBD properties are super duper low. Um, and basically, they have no of the THC effects. I know. Bummer, right? But this product is still absolutely amazing, and this is why. I suffer from a multitude of skin issues. I think that's why ever since I was a child, I wanted to figure out the best routine for me so that I could clear my skin or just have better skin because I've suffered I've suffered with hyperpigmentation. I've suffered with eczema. I currently suffer with dermatitis. I've had like psoriasis flare-ups and being asthmatic probably has something to do with it. All these things are related in one in one way or another due to a trigger. So I found hemp seed oil online just doing my traditional uh, homeopathic research. Also, I was in school for a little bit to be a homeopathic consultant. If I get the time, I kind of want to go back. <laughs> so I ended up learning that hemp seed oil has amazing properties that helps with my dermatitis. And my dermatitis is kind of like a step below like full blown psoriasis of the scalp where I do get those flaky patches 
but they're not as hard or as thick as like what psoriasis of the scalp looks like. It basically looks like my scalp is always dirty, quote unquote, even though I just washed my hair. I will wash my hair and let it air dry and the next day it looks like I have dandruff. It fucking sucks. And that is because the sebum oils on my scalp are overactive. They produce so much oil that it starts to layer on top of itself and it looks like flakes and it falls off. I know science gross. It is what it is. Trigger warning. Oops. But I have found that the omega threes and fatty acids and hemp seed oil really helps the irritation of my scalp. Think when you have anxiety or even pain or even inflammation, we have been reading research that suggests that see that so that would suggest that THC and CBD products help with inflammation and all of that. And when my scalp is itchy, <laughs> when my scalp is overly dry or just acting an ass, that hemp seed oil amazingly calms it down. I actually like to use hemp seed oil, black Jamaican castor oil, and tea tree oil as a everyday massage my scalp to loosen up the flakes type of oil to just help my scalp breathe because the oils are packing itself down, layering on top of itself, right? It's rich in polyunsaturated omega-3 and omega-6 fats, which have been shown to have benefits for skin and combating inflammation in the body. So when I'm just having a really bad scalp day or scalp week, hemp seed oil is typically the first thing that I will put into a product that I'm making that week for my hair. And I have found it to give me a lot of relief. I use it on my body too. So if I am like super itchy or have like an eczema flare up, I use hemp seed oil there as well. And if I use it on my body, I like to mix it with avocado oil, which also has fatty acids so that it can penetrate under the dermis layer of your skin, really get in there and just start to help with some of the inflammation and give relief. So if you too suffer from eczema or dermatitis and you just want some type of relief I also saw that it helps with rosacea flare-ups give it a try find products that have hemp seed oil in them or you can just order or buy some I also read that it helps with Alzheimer's and heart disease if you were to ingest it I've never cooked with it. I, I, I'm I gonna try and cook with it and see what happens. <laughs> it's probably nothing fun, you know, but I wonder what the flavor profile of it would be because I do use it on my hair and I hear that it has great properties too for heart health if you ingest it. But I wonder what it would be like to cook with it. I'm gonna try it out and give you all an update. So more to come. But that is this week's random reality. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. And it is now time for the tactless topic of the week. And I am here today to tell you all, to tell your manager that I said, fuck him and fuck this place. And fuck this job. 
and fuck this company and your bullshit ass standards, metrics and rules. I know I came in hot a little bit right there. And let me explain myself why I came in a little a little hot. Our parents have been telling us for a very long time that what we are supposed to do is go to college, get a degree, then work at a really good job with really good benefits and stay at that bitch until we can collect a pension and then we would be able to just cruise on until the day we leave this earth. And none of that is fucking true. The biggest thing that I think is hilarious to me is a lot of the conversations that millennials are having with the rest of the world about jumping jobs. And it's one of my favorite conversations to have right now because it completely goes against what our parents have been teaching us and what our parents were taught is that if you stay at a job That job then will take care of you because if you are loyal to that job, when you become 65, that job will then be loyal to you, which is bullshit (laughs) because the loyalty that quote unquote job wants you to have is damn near just a step above slavery, damn near a step above slavery. Also, to digress very quickly, if you all also want another reason why critical race theory is so fucking important Definitely look up the correlation to healthcare being provided by your employer and why that is. <laughs> now to get back on track. So many people retire and don't have enough money to live on what their retirement was supposed to be for several several factors. One, people are living longer. Be- between technology and advanced medicine, you get to kick it with your Mima until she's 99. We're like even 30 years ago. That was fucking unheard of. (laughs) So I believe the government and just all these goddamn corporations didn't think that you niggas was even going to be here. They thought, you know what? If we give it to them at 65 by 73, they should be kicking the bucket. And then like, we'd be good. No, my I knew my great great grandmother. I had a relationship with her. She'd passed when I was 12. I had a relationship with my great grandmother. She passed when I was about 26. (laughs) The women and men of today are just living longer. And they tell us now that if you retire at 65, for you to even be able to just get to 80, you need a million dollars in the bank. Ain't none of these fucking jobs giving you that in a pension unless you were doing some crazy shit at the top in an executive team or in some type of leadership or you diversified your portfolios, you know, you clearly had the financial understanding or you were just given the knowledge to understand that working at this little ass job for 30 years and then living off of that pension ain't gonna do shit. They play with my 401k like monopoly money and just be losing it and losing it and telling me, oh, we can get it back, don't you worry. No, it is literally all a fucking game. But that's really not what I wanna touch on. I want to touch on the fact that corporations taught our parents and our grandparents that, or not taught, they manipulated them to believe that it is bad 
to have less than what, 10 or so years or five, even five, at a little bit more recently, less than five years at being at somewhere on your resume. We were taught, you know, as millennials, or at least we were told that if you had several jobs on your resume and you were just moving around every two, three years, every two, three, four, five, six years, that was bad. And I think that was all to manipulate us to give our all to one particular corporation and to give them a sense and to basically be so loyal to them over a certain amount of time with a lot of promise because they just really want some slaves because the truth is you make more when you leave that bitch and people who be bopping around and leaving often make the most in the shortest amount of time. Just to give you all my own personal story. When I received my recent, my most recent promotion and I told my mom what I was making, she told me she had two degrees and four kids by the time she was making what I currently make at my age. And I was like, what? What? Like, it kind of blew my mind. And get this, we are similarly in the same industry. <laughs> it would make sense if like I was an astrophysicist and my mom was a teacher. That would make sense. We're in the same industry and I have surpassed in salary by age and what she would have been making. And she had more degrees and more certifications. She currently holds a PhD and we still kind of make similar money. Crazy, right? I mean, I love you, mom. <laughs> I'm not trying to shit on my mom or anything. She understands that I love to use personal antidotes as a way to educate others. You know, teacher to teacher, we see each other. But I'm saying that to say that it is a farce and a lie. Leave that son of a bitch and watch you make so much money. And millennials are starting to understand that. Also, I worked for a tech company. It is in the contract that they won't even give you a certain amount of benefits until you have worked there for a certain amount of time because they what they didn't know in the beginning when they were passing out stocks and equity and RSUs as a part of a compensation package, what they didn't understand at the time when all that shit was new. So like when Facebook was new, when Uber was new, when Twitter was new, when all them bitches was new and they was passing that out a part of a compensation package, they didn't understand that bitches was leaving, but they were able to take the equity with them. So now niggas don't even, people who don't even work at the company no more got buying power and decision-making power where they shouldn't because their loyalty wasn't with them and they left and they went somewhere else so now niggas is like look you gotta work here for a certain amount of time for you to even get half the shit that's in this compensation package because niggas like leaving <laughs> niggas like leaving these hoes ain't loyal Ooh, ooh, what mm, these hoes ain't loyal and don't be because these corporations ain't loyal to you why the fuck would i be loyal to a job the way that y'all want me to show up 
and sit in an office. Golly, the fact that people are like, oh, bitch, I we were able to show you all that we could do this shit at home. I don't need to do an hour commute in and an hour commute back and then sit somewhere for eight hours so you can look at me to do my job. This past pandemic has shown us that shit for the birds. It is unnecessary. Go ahead and close down the brick and mortar. Get your rent money back and let me do this shit from wherever. Productivity has increased. Work-life balanced after we got through the new normal was better. And people are actually saying, you know what? You are you're telling me I have to come back into the office. Bitch, I quit. <laughs> Bitch, I quit. I don't need to. Corporation was like, whoa, 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 whoa. They're quitting. We can't just manipulate them with their paycheck to come back into the office so that we can watch them and micromanage and have wasted this lease on this office space because 10,000 niggas don't want to come back. <laughs> Yo loss. Whoa, whoa, whoa. People are quitting. Okay, hold on, hold on. Maybe, maybe we can work something out. Maybe we can work something out. You have certain corporations that said, bitch, pack it up. We'll see you in 2023. Do you just make sure your deadlines don't shift and you turn your shit in on time? That's all I ask. That's all I ask. I don't care if you did that from Kauai. I don't care if you did that from Canada. I don't care if you did that from Ireland. You do the same amount of work that we asked you to do when you in office and productivity don't drop. Then I don't need to be in this bitch. And we all saw that. We all saw that. We are burnt the fuck out. And we haven't yet to address that. That's a different conversation for a different day. But we now see that we don't need to have a traditional office setting for individuals to do their work and to do it well. And I think it was so beautiful to see that we are starting to wake up and realize that we actually are the ones that hold the power. The conversation of $15 an hour being real is because niggas was like, I quit and I mean it too. Are you going to just have to fire me, bitch? Oh, I make more on unemployment than I did at my raggedy ass job. Hmm. That seems to be an issue. Because if you're a business owner or you own a corporation or a company, you understand that employees role pay is your biggest cost. And you find how to get your biggest cost under control so that you can maximize profits. And mind you, I'm not that good with numbers and I have never stepped foot into an economics class, but even I understand the gist of it. But the thing is, is that you niggas is just greedy at the end of the day. You have enough. The fact that rich white men are now doing this new dick swinging competition about who can get to space first and niggas are still feeling the pains of a pandemic. Get the fuck out of here. They doing races to space and won't pay their employees $15 an hour, which is still not a livable wage, by the way. Because everything else has inflated. But my paycheck. And you niggas is trying to get to Mars. Get the fuck out of here. I'm supposed to stay loyal to that. You give me the shittiest benefits. Bitch, my copay is still $100. Glasses are still $200. What? Where was this insurance? 
I don't feel insured a shit. And I'm paying into this every single month out of my paycheck with income taxes as well. And I don't get shit back. And then I get in this bitch and you got an attitude and you up my ass about this and that. And you want me to come back into the office, bitch, fuck off all the way. And that's what I want a lot of people to understand that they're starting to realize that employees have the power. Because now we're doing a pity slow clap for companies that are like, we'll pay our employees $15 an hour. Oh, look. Five Guys is giving employees $15 an hour. Sam's Club is giving $15, $15 an hour for their employees. Oh, we're doing a $500 signing bonus. Bitch, I'm not, I'm not patting you on the back because you stopped exploiting your workers. Fuck out of here. That's what you should have been doing. You really, you really want a pat on the back? Paternity and maternity leave for a year. You really want a pat on the back? Tell motherfuckers they can work from home. Vouchers and kickbacks for childcare. Because why that shit is rent worth every month is beyond me. You really want a pat on the back? Free therapy for all employees. Better pension packets. Matching my shit. That's when I'll start giving you pats on the back. But the fact that you just decided to be a little less greedy, suck my ass, please. From the back. Because you all got to be delusional if you think that you deserve a pat on the back now for all of this shit. You don't. You got desperate. And we all saw it. We all saw it. Y'all were the first bitches to get pandemic relief and thought that when we came out of this on the other side motherfuckers was just gonna be happy and willingly to go back to slavery no Mm -mm. Mm -mm. we bouncing around to different jobs because we understand and we understand on a personal level that when you got one foot out of the door then that's when that nigga want to say I'll do right we all been there when you packing your shit up in your gym bag Okay, I'll listen. Mm-mm. Took you too long. Took you too long. Oh, you want to talk? Hit a new offer, bitch. Can you match? No, didn't think so. That's why the fuck I'm leaving. That's where we at with it right now. Because these corporations will survive. Everybody who's a fucking, everybody who's sucking the dick on the whole notion of, oh, well, if we have to pay employees more, prices will go up. Bitch, prices been going up. You couldn't afford the hamburger anyway. So what? It's another 30 cents. I'd rather that than somebody in the back late because they said, fuck this job, but they still got to go in trying to drop their kid off or get their kid ready. Disgruntled, dropping a burger on the floor and putting it back because the motherfuckers don't want to be there. Did y'all know? And I don't know. Um, I'm just going to tell you all from not only personal experience, but from research. Did y'all know that happy employees actually just do better at work. Did y'all know that? Then when you like coming in this bitch, you actually do great work. I don't know, corporations, I don't think y'all knew that because you all are really banking on everyone's on everyone being miserable because y'all don't give a fuck about nobody being happy. Y'all figure y'all only give a fuck about you being happy, bitch. Y'all don't give a fuck about nobody else being happy but you. 
But you want everybody else to come in this bitch with a smile on their fucking face. Why do you want to work for us? Because, nigga, I need to eat. I need somewhere to live. And my car need gas. That's why I want to work here. Don't get me wrong. There are some companies that are doing right by people with great initiatives and some integrity. That ain't many, though. And you can always tell the culture of a company by the amount of people who got to leave that bitch at five o'clock and go get a drink. By the people who leave that bitch at five o'clock and say, who I can finally breathe. Who leave that bitch at five o'clock and go roll up because they need to decompress. Five o'clock come and they like, bitch, nope, can't even do it. Can't even stay. Don't even want to help. Nope, clock. And I get it because what we have said to ourselves for so long is it's just a job. Don't let it affect me emotionally. I don't even make friends at this bitch. I don't speak to nobody. I go on that bitch clock in at nine, do my work. Don't say nothing to no, no, don't say nothing to nobody. Do what I need to do. Turn in what I need to turn in a clock out at five. Don't ask me no questions after that. Da, da, da. And that's the thing. A lot of us say like, well, why? it's just a job. Why do you let it affect you emotionally? It's just a job. Why do you do that? Da, 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 da? Because some people really do want to give a fuck. Some people really do care about the place that they work at. Care so much that they allow it it to affect them because that job is probably serving a particular community or doing something to better people or for the greater good, such and such. And there are employees that really do give a fuck, but y'all turn them into hardened criminals (laughs) by the time they leave that bitch because of how you treat people, your employees. And it's sad and it sucks. Because if corporations gave a fuck, really gave a fuck, they would do better. And they know exactly where they need to do better, but they don't give a fuck. So why give a fuck about them? Leave, sis. It's something better. Bro, it's something better. Because here's the thing. Us us being black and people of color, the culture in these white ass companies, are it's always going to be questionable. It's always going to be questionable. Hell, because I'm a woman, I could work at a company that's all black people. And some of the shit that go down still will be questionable. But here's the thing. You're going to pay me for it. You're going to pay me for it. I got to laugh at Connor's jokes all day so he thinks I'm cool. You're going to pay me for that shit. Working around with men and they fucking sexualizing me all goddamn day. You're going to fucking pay me for that shit. Oh, company got caught being racist again, huh? Now you want to put your DEI team to the front and make a statement? Pay them for that shit. Because we understand the game. Actually, people of color and black people understand the game way better than white people because bitch we've had to figure out how to infiltrate a system that was not built for us so we know the game code switching I've actually had employers and managers come to me and say you know you're really different when we like see you at work but like you do this on the side and da 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 yeah bitch because I want to work here so I can get a check and a little bit of health care so I can at least live in this country y'all say is so goddamn great 
I will say out loud, I am a different person because I have to be a chameleon. As a black woman, I have to be a chameleon. I got to stand back, assess the situation, assess you because you can't even trust these niggas. Assess you because you white. Assess the scenario, the situation. What, where are my areas of opportunity? Where are the threats? Where are my allies? Up oh, as usual, none. Okay, who can I trust? Who feeling me? Who is snitch? Who a mole? Who is snitch? I gotta, and then I, did I say that too aggressively? Is that gonna hurt her little fucking feelings? Oh, did that come off too sexual? Does he think we cool like that now? Now he about to try and like put his arm around me or some shit. I, we have to maneuver in a way that we have understood the game so well because we got to infiltrate in and we do it. It's difficult, but we figured out a way to do it. So you're going to pay me for all the additional work that we as black people and we as people of color always have to do to get just a crumb of the shit that y'all just are handed. So if I do all the additional work, the extra work, the twice as hard to get half as much work, bitch, when I get there, you're going to pay me for it. That's all I'm saying. Does loyalty to your job and da, da, da. No. Because, baby, if you drop dead, they will replace you tomorrow. So why do I give a fuck? They will replace me tomorrow. They always got a backup. These companies are for the streets. They don't, they're not dating just one person. No, they're not just dating one person. They got a roster of hoes ready to go. And everybody want to be LeBron. Because what you won't do, they'll find somebody else to do it and for cheaper. So they think because this pandemic has woken them up to show them that no, nah, bitch, we're not playing. We will move forward in a way that will make you hear us, appreciate us or bitch, I'm going to leave. So I need everybody right now to go ahead and just update that resume, update that resume, find your HR friend, pay them, though. Because those services, <laughs> in my opinion, that advice from an HR business partner is just as important as if you text your lawyer friend, cash at them $10 or something. And that's why I love my girl Alexis, because she has been my HR go-to for years. And I will send her a little something, something every now and again, because that advice is important. <laughs> Find you an HR friend, update that resume. Go to Fiverr or something, have somebody updated, make it look all extra professional and whatnot. See what's out there. Just see what bites. Because get this, bitch, even if you had no intentions on leaving, just put your resume out there, get a couple bites. Hell, even go on a couple dates, like an interview here, an interview there. Hey, oh, look, you fell in love. You got you an offer letter. And oh, girl, they paying you more. They giving you more. Better benefits time off like a bitch remote work even if you had no intentions of leaving just go out there to see what your worth is because your current company don't work they don't give a fuck girl they don't see your worth your current company don't see your worth or if you think your current company sees your worth go out there get another offer letter bring it back to your company and see if they'll match because if they know you worthy they'll match why because they don't want you to leave because that's when motherfuckers want to act right when they know you're about to leave. And a motherfucker that don't care, don't say shit when you leave. 
That's why McDonald's is never calling you to be like, you sure you don't want to come back? Because them niggas don't care. Walmart don't care. Target, them, they don't care. But your companies, like the bigger companies even, if you leave and they don't got no push, girl, they didn't give a fuck. You should have left sooner. Watch. Always keep an option. Always. Okay? Know your worth. These companies know your worth. That's why they want to put together pizza days to try and cover up the slavery. <laughs> they know you so worthy. They don't even want to pay you for your worth. Because profit and greed is, is all people see. So I hope you all took all of that. And however, I don't even know how that came out. I don't know if it came out educational, angry, tired. I don't know. I just need it was more therapeutic for me than anything. <laughs> this, <laughs> this entire tactless topic this week was more therapeutic for me than anything else. And I hope it was at least a little therapeutic for you as well. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, what you want to eat?